NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Full-time fantasy. Full-time fantasy. All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. You got a busy show today. I really do. I've got my friend, and hopefully your friend soon, Steve Carney from WDAE in Tampa. Uh, joining me, talk a little Tampa Bay Rays, about maybe 2.15. I got Gray Albright from Razball.com at 2.30. Going to be a lot, a lot of baseball today. So uh, let's kick it off, though, with an interesting lawsuit that was filed. And I'm sure you guys have heard this, but if you haven't, let me be the first to enlighten you. Mike Bolsinger, a former big league pitcher who spent time with the Dodgers, the Blue Jays, and the Diamondbacks, filed a lawsuit Monday against the Astros, and he's asking for close to $31 million. And that's the money they earned in the World Series. Of course, they cheated to win. And Bolsinger feels wrong by the Astros, it says here in this article, since he was sent to the minors in 2017 after getting pounded by the Astros hitters at the height, at the height of the science ceiling scheme. He never made it back to the big leagues. So here's it. Bolsinger filed a civil lawsuit in Los Angeles Superior Court on Monday, accusing the Astros of unfair business practices, negligence, and intentional interference with contractual and economic relations. Yes, Bolsinger is seeking unspecified damages, but they're not all for himself. He wants the Astros to forfeit the roughly $31 million in bonuses from their ill-gotten World Series title and for the money to go to charities in L.A. focused on bettering kids' lives as well as to create a fund for retired baseball players who need financial assistance. There's a message to be sent to youth out there, especially athletes, Right? It was awesome to grow up and watch a game played the right way. We've kind of drifted from that. So, look, I, I respect Bolsinger here. He's saying, look, I don't need the money, but let's give it to people who do. 
right? And who could say no to bettering kids' lives with money that they got cheating? Part of Bullseeker's case hinges on the research done by Astros fan Tony Adams, who listened to every pitch Astros hitters faced at home in 2017 and counted all the trash can bangs the team used to signal which pitches were coming. Right? There was algorithms and spreadsheets, and they used a video camera in the outfield. We know all this. Once the Astros players knew pitchers were coming, they bang in the trash can to know if it was a breaking ball. You guys knew all this, right? Adam's research showed that the Astros banged on the trash can 54 times during an August 4th game against the Blue, Jean, Blue, against the Blue Jays, in which Bull Singer was the pitcher. That was the most bangs of the season for the Astros. It was also a bad outing for Bolsinger, who gave up four runs and four hits and only got one out, right? And he was sent to AAA after that game, never to be called up to the big leagues again. After the season, no team was interested in signing him, so he played in Japan, right? And he actually was good in 2018 in Japan, but was crappy in 2019, Bolsinger told USA Today that part of the reason for the lawsuit was that players like him were cheated by the Astros, too. I don't think the punishment has fit the crime. And let's be honest, all these guys are going to get managing jobs again. Guys like us that were cheated, I don't have a job. I'm not playing. Do we agree with Mike Bolsinger? Let me say this to you. If I am the attorney for the Houston Astros... There is no way that this case makes it to trial. None. Nada. This is a case that goes away. Here's the problem. The problem is, if you pay Bolsinger, do I have to pay every single guy who feels that way? There's got to be a class action suit. And so far, only Bolsinger is the only guy who stepped up. Now, if every single pitcher comes in who was affected... That would change the class. But the problem is, I can't let this go to trial, but at the same time, I don't want to pay out Bolsinger $10 million and pay the next guy $10 million and the next guy $10 million and the next guy $10 million. At what point does it end? Right? At what point does it begin? At what point does it end? So it's a slippery slope. It is. I don't know where this goes. I believe that he has a case. Does Bolsinger have a case? Yes. He has a case. They cheated. Now, let's take a look at what he's claiming again. He is claiming, or his, uh, yeah, unfair business practices. I think he wins on that. Now, remember, this is not beyond a reasonable doubt. And in, in civil court, it's not beyond a reasonable doubt. That's criminal court. In civil court, it's a preponderance of the evidence. So is there a preponderance of the evidence that they had unfair business practices? Yes. Yes. Was there negligence? Yes. Right? Was what, Did they breach the duty? The duty was that he would have a fair game to pitch in. Did the Astros breach that? Yes. They breached that duty. They owed him that. They owed him a fair game. Did he get that? No. And because they had to advise him that he wasn't getting it, that's negligence. 
Now, I don't think he wins on intentional interference with contractual and economic relations because I don't think it was intentional to him. I think there was interference, yes, but not to him directly, right? It wasn't intentional. They didn't wake up and say, how do we screw Mike Bolsinger's life? Oh, let's let's do trash cans and do that. So that's not going to win. I don't think they get that one. But I think unfair business practices and negligence, I think those have a shot. I mean, the problem is this. Rob Manfred has not punished the Astros appropriately. Pete Rose gets a death sentence. A.J. Hinch and Jeff Luno get, you know, suspended for a year. Alex Cora, who knows? I mean, they hire Ron Renicki as their new manager, but we still don't know what happened to Alex Cora. Do we? We don't know. But what about all the aggrieved players? And nobody's talking about them. The only player people are talking about is Mike Fires. Oh, that guy ratted. Dude, he was right to rat. These guys ruined the careers of people. Seriously. Mike Bolsinger goes. Now, look, your job in, in Major League Baseball is tenuous at best. The guy's in his 30s. He gets rocked. And the Blue Jays are like, you know what? He was hanging by a thread anyway. Let's bring up this 23-year-old from Buffalo and let's get rid of this bum. And now this guy goes to Japan. And now he makes 400K in Japan, or 400,000 yen, and he could have made 1.2 million in America. Well, do we owe him that difference? Maybe. He's got a case. They're going to settle. Now, here's what they're going to do. They're going to settle and they're going to put a cap on it and they're going to put a cap on Mike Bolsinger. And they're going to say, we're going to give you X amount of dollars. Shut up. Right? And you'll never hear about this again. That's how it works. You hear about it now. It gets all the publicity now. And in four months, when the two sides meet, Bolsinger goes, I want $31 million. The Astros go, we're going to give you $250,000. Bolsinger's attorneys walk out of the room going, that'll never happen. Then as we get closer to trial... After the lawyers make all the money, because you know who has to make the money in this world? The lawyers, right? As we get closer to the trial, they sit down with Bolsinger and say, look, dude, we'll give you a cool million. Make this go away. Sign something. And Bolsinger looks at his wife and she goes, honey, you're never going to see another million bucks again in your life. And he signs it. And what about doing good for the, for the kids? And then maybe if Bolsinger's a good enough guy, he says, look. Give me one million and put one million for like, you know, underprivileged kids in LA. All right, maybe he gets two million. Boom, done. Maybe. And there you go. And then you never hear about this case ever again. But it's a fair case. And he's got a case. And the truth is, they should have done way more here. Baseball just wants this to go away. And do you know how this goes away as quickly as possible? By playing the game of baseball. As soon as this season starts, there'll be other stories. People will be talking about 28 other things. They won't be talking about this. But this is a mega story, and it's quite shocking why it hasn't been a bigger story. This should be the biggest thing. Cheating in baseball. But we're like, nah, I've seen bigger. Right? Doesn't seem like it'd be way worse. This was point shaving in basketball. Don't you think this would be major? If LeBron shaved points? Come on. People go nuts. I know I would. The bargain that we get is that you see a fair game. The bargain the pitchers have is that it was a fair game. The bargain didn't happen. 
on both ends. It didn't happen. All right, but here's my bargain to you. My bargain is I'm going to call Steve Carney during the break, and we come back, I'm going to talk about the Tampa Bay Rays. That's my bargain. Will I fulfill it? I think so. I'm Dr. Roto, and I'm back right after this. Are you ready for the nation's first and only free 24-hour network dedicated to you, the betting and fantasy sports enthusiast? SportsGrid will provide you with real-time content, statistics, and gaming intelligence unlike anything you've ever seen before. Located both in the heart of New York City and inside the FanDuel Sportsbook at the Meadowlands, SportsGrid is live 18 hours a day, here to serve you, the fanatic. This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. All right, we're back. I don't know if I'm going to be able to fulfill this bargain. I'm trying. I'm trying to get him on the phone as we speak. I can only do two things at once. Talk to you, listen to the song, call phones. It's not easy. I'm trying to juggle many things. But uh, good tune. This is a very good tune. All right, I'm Dr. Roto. You can check me out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50 for 50% off your first two months. And right now, we've got some amazing team outlooks there by Sean Childs, who basically, literally, I, Sean writes like treatise. Like 7,000 treatises, 7,000 words per paragraph. I don't know. They're so long, but they're very detailed. And if you read them from beginning to end, you have a great understanding of what the team is doing. 
and the players involved and what he thinks of the players. And it just makes you much smarter. So it's, uh, it's required reading. That's what I'll say. It's requ- required reading. Say that fast. Required reading. And I, didn't, I think I, I highly recommend it. So check it out at fulltimefantasy.com. All right. But required listening is to my friend Steve Carney, who's joining us. Steve, how have you been? I'm good, Doc. How are you, buddy? I don't know. It feels like it's been forever. The family's good. Your life is good. Everything's good. Everything is fantastic. Getting ready for another season of Rays baseball. This will be my 10th year covering the team. Uh, I head to Port Charlotte for spring training in the morning. Wow. All right, Steve, he covers them at WDAE 95.3 in Tampa. He does an amazing job. He has the pulse of the Rays on him at all times. So let's get to last weekend's trade, Steve. Emilio Pagan, shockingly to a lot of people, gets traded to the Padres. Manuel Margot comes to the Rays. I think a lot of people question that deal. What were the Rays thinking? Well, I think, and talking with General Manager Eric Neander about it, Doc, uh, you know, he felt like, the Rays needed one more position player to, to be ready to win this year. And they didn't really want to give up Emilio Pagat. They've liked Manuel Margot for a while. And Neander said that he tried to get Margot using just prospects. And the Padres balked at it, saying they wanted a guy off the big league roster. So you end up looking at the bullpen. And the way the Rays' bullpen is stacked. Even though Emilio Pagan had 20 saves last year, you know they did closer by committee for most of last year with Jose Alvarado and Diego Castillo and even Oliver Drake getting some opportunities to try and close out games. So they felt that Pagan was probably losing a guy like Pagan was going to hurt, but it wasn't going to be uh, a death knell for their bullpen because you think about it, they've still got a very very good bullpen on paper. Uh, going into 2020. No, they do do have a very good bullpen. So let me ask you this for the fantasy people out there. Would you think that Nick Anderson should get most of the saves, or do you think it gets spread out between Alvarado and Drake and Castillo and Anderson? Yeah, you know, I think that they're going to, I think early on they're going to try and and figure out if there's a guy that they want to use as the ninth inning guy uh, full-time going forward. I mean, you look at, go back to 2019, they wanted Jose Alvarado to be the number one guy, to be the ninth inning guy uh, out of the bullpen. The problem was, is after a very good start, his first four weeks were fantastic. But then he ends up having a family issue, goes back to Venezuela and misses three weeks. He comes back, he was out of shape, uh, strains an oblique, misses five weeks, comes back, pitches five games and hurts his elbow and is done for the year. Uh, they want to make sure that whoever is going to be that ninth inning guy uh, is healthy the, the complete year through. And Alvarado has gotten all those issues now put behind him. His parents got moved out of Venezuela to the United States. That's one less thing he's got to worry about. He's already in camp and, and looks fantastic. So I think that Alvarado is going to get a good chunk of it. Diego Castillo is going to get a good chunk of it. I think Anderson will get a little bit of it, uh, but I think that they liked his role as the eighth inning guy setting up guys like uh, Alvarado and Castillo. 
All right, Steve, this wasn't the only deal that the Rays made this offseason. They also made a big trade getting Jose Martinez, and they made a trade for Hunter Renfro. So let's break down each deal. Firstly, the trade with the Cardinals getting Jose Martinez. Martinez, very good against lefties, as is Margot. It almost feels like the Rays have a left-handed lineup and a right-handed lineup. Yeah, it certainly does, Doc. And the one thing that they like uh, on top of the fact that they can use Jose Martinez against a division that, you know, when they got Martinez, they're thinking, you know what, we've got to face Chris Sale and David Price and James Paxton and Jay Happ and Junjin Ryu and, and all of these left-handed arms that are going to be, and, and guys like John Means uh, as well, don't want to leave him out. You know, they've got all these left-handed arms in the American League East. We need a guy that punishes left-handed uh, pitching. And there's really nobody better than Jose Martinez. The problem has been with St. Louis is they had no place to play him because they would have to put him uh, in the outfield or at first base. And let's face it, guy's a defensive liability. He doesn't have to worry about that in the American League East. They can use him uh, as a DH. They also really like Randy Orozarena. They feel he can he can play all three outfield positions. Probably going to start the year at AAA now with the acquisitions made later on in the offseason. But I, I, I certainly think that this is a guy that they really like what he did at the end of last season, and they feel like he could be a big piece going forward. All right. They also brought over Hunter Renfro, who, for my money, could easily hit 40-plus home runs in the AL East. Does Renfro play every day? There's a lot of bodies. you got to play Austin Meadows, but you've got Kiermaier and Margot and Martinez and Sutsugo. Does Renfro play every day, Steve? I think he does. Uh, I think that they want... Uh, their regular outfield lineup to be Meadows, Kiermaier, and Renfro. Uh, and, and they'll see what they, what they have with Susugo, uh, whether they play him at third base or if they have to use him in the outfield. Uh, but really, I think if, if Eric Neander had his way, his starting outfield would be Meadows, Kiermaier, and Renfro. And I agree with you. Uh, you know, for what he did the first half of last year in San Diego with what, what was it, 27 homers in the first 81 games? Uh, of the season. Hunter Renfro in some of those very, very uh, friendly uh, fences in the American League East. You know, it's only 310 feet to that giant wall in Boston. Uh, Baltimore plays very short in the summertime uh, out in uh, the power alley in right center. Uh, the Yankees, uh, you know, it's not it's not the jet stream to right field that they have, but, uh, but you know, it's a, it's a very friendly uh, division of ballparks for right-handed uh, hitting, and, and I certainly think that Hunter Renfro could could uh, benefit from playing all these games in the American League East. We're talking to Rays baseball insider Steve Carney, works for 95.3 WDAE in Tampa. Steve, we mentioned Sutsugo, and you said something that surprised me a little bit about third base. I mean, we know him as an outfielder, but Yandy Diaz was at third, there's Robertson. Would he slot in best at third? Can he handle the position defensively? That's what they're going to find out. That's, uh, that is certainly the big question on the minds of Rays fans, and it's a question that uh, we got a chance to ask Eric Neander and, and Kevin Nash this past week at, at Rays Fan Fest to Tropicana Field, and that's, uh, that's one of the questions that's going to need to be answered is where does Sutsugo slot in best? Do they use him? Uh, are they going to be forced to basically use him to platoon DH with Jose Martinez? I think that's where Martinez ends up being 
is as a as a full time uh, designated hitter. But they know that Susugo has played third base and has played in the outfield in Japan. They want to see if he can handle the same thing uh, in uh, in Major League Baseball and whether or not uh, it's going to be him or Yandy Diaz. They're also going to try Susugo at first base as well to see if that works out. You know, we've got a lot of moving parts going into spring training tomorrow. Uh, Steve, the Rays have so many riches. Wander Franco, arguably the number one minor leaguer in all of baseball, happens to be on the Rays. What's his ETA? The bat plays everywhere, but what's his defensive position, do you think? Uh, well, he's play- he's, they're going to have him in sh- at shortstop. I would assume if, if everything goes well this spring, he probably starts the year as, uh, as a 19-year-old in double A, uh, I I think that they send him to Montgomery to, to play shortstop. I think his ETA, uh, you know, I, I've, I've been wanting to see him get a cup of coffee with the big club this year. Uh, I don't know if that will happen, but I think that if uh, if he does, I think that he ends up, uh, I think he ends up getting a cup of coffee at the most. Uh, but 2021 is not out of the question if they if they bring him up in September as one of the three guys, because remember you can't bring up all forty guys uh, this year. You can only go to twenty eight uh, at the in September. I, I think that that kind of uh, makes it less likely that he gets a cup of coffee. I think more than likely uh, you may see him sometime in twenty twenty one. All right, last question for you, Steve. Xavier Edwards comes over in that deal from the Padres. This guy is like uh, D Gordon with better plate skills. Can he? Fit with the Rays at some point this season? I, I, I think that he is more likely than, than a guy like Franco, but uh, I think that you probably would see, I mean, how about that double play combination? If you were to have Franco and Xavier Edwards as your, as your shortstop and your second baseman, you know, full time starting in like 2022 or 2023, that would be uh, probably more like 2022. Uh, I think that that is a, a, uh, a notion that really excites Rays fans. Uh, and, uh, you know, if you're a fantasy owner, having those two guys uh, at the big league level together could be incredible. Well, it's a great time to be a Rays fan, and it's a great time to be you heading down to spring training. I hope you have fun. I, I certainly look forward to it. It's six, uh, six hard weeks of work living out of a hotel in Charlotte County, but uh, I think somebody's got to do it, man. Why not be me? <laughs> Exactly. Have a great time, my friend. I'll talk to you soon, all right? You got it. Take care. All right, that's Steve Carney from WDAE in Tampa. He does a fantastic job. You want to know stuff about the Rays? Steve will let us know the things we need to know. Uh, Wander Franco, man, it's going to be good. It's incredible how the Rays are young, deep, and they're just going to get deeper. Uh, Outstanding stuff. All right, we're going to take a little break. Come on back with Gray Albright from Razball.com right after this. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. 
NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, great tune. Gray, you're old enough to know this tune, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Benny, uh, baby. Benny. Uh. Benny, yes. I would sing it for you, but I won't. Do you know I raised I raised my my daughter though. My daughter loves Elton John. She loves Billy Joel. She loves you too. Got to raise him right, Gray. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I I hear you. That's what I that's what I do with my uh, dog as well. <laughs> he's, he's a big Billy Joel fan. I've heard that. Yes, he. Yeah. Interesting. All right. L- let me ask you this: Is Mike Fires or Fears or whatever you like to call him? Is he a snitch? And is snitching allowed in cases like this? And do snitches get stitches? Uh, no, man. I I don't think so. I. Uh... I tweeted that you're you're going off of what I tweeted. I said Mike Spears is a snitch, but I I was just joking. I mean, I think the uh, you know I think honestly it's sort of what Joe Musgrove said today uh, when he reported the camp. He was like, you know, someone asked him about the whole Astro, uh, Astros uh, cheaty cheaty bang bang scandal, and he was like, you know, if you were to investigate every team. They would all be cheaters. There'd be cheaters on every team. So I mean, I agree with that. I don't think I don't think fears, fears, spies, fears, fires, fires, fears said anything that 
everyone doesn't already know about like most of the teams. I think you're uh, you're not trying if you're not cheating, you know. I, I, you know what? When I heard "cheaty cheaty bang bang," I just wish that I'd come up with that. That is so good. I, and I don't know. I have to really get better at my A game here. All right, let me ask you this: Mike Bolsinger comes up with a thirty-one million dollar uh, lawsuit. Is, is that how about, is there validity uh, there? Bang, how about Bang Bang Gazi? Any good or no? <laughs> Not bad. Thank God. Work- I like it. I'm, workshop- I'm workshopping them. <laughs> I like that one. But is Mike Bolsinger, does he have a lawsuit that, that it has any merit? Because he wants 31 mil for ruining his career and sending him to Japan. <laughs> Mike, Mike uh, you know, Mike Bolsinger, to me, sounds like a name that Bart Simpson would use when he calls Moe's. Mm. Is, this, is this a Mike Ball singer? Oh God! Is there a Mike Ball? Is there a Mike Ball singer here? Oh my God! Uh, this is like Porky's. This is from Porky's. You're talking about here. <laughs> I don't think he has that. I don't. I don't. I don't really think he has a case. You know, because he's. Uh, it's too. There's too, too much subject subjectivity in that lawsuit. There's no way to say whether or not. He is, uh, you know, whether or not it was really the reason why he got sent to, um, which we call it, to where did he go? Ended Japan. Up in Asia? Yeah, Japan. Japan. Yeah, Japan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I just think it's like there's no hard facts that he, he'll ever be able to prove that. I don't, I don't think. What do you think? Do you think he will? Yeah, I think that he, I think there's negligence and I think that there's, uh, there's a little bit of a case there that I think the case gets settled in a hush hush fashion because they can't let everybody sue. Otherwise, they got, they'd sue forever. Oh. Uh, yeah, maybe. You're talking about a a, 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 law, a lawsuit settlement. I, I, you know what? That makes me want to sue somebody. Who can we sue? I wouldn't mind getting a settlement. I know, right? Settlements are good. All right, let's, speaking of Japanese, Shohei Otani, they're talking about him coming back in mid-May. Is there any way that you would draft him? No, I was so out on Otani before this news. I kind of, you know, it's like when uh, when you're out on someone, when you're out on a player, and then bad news comes out about them, and now now more people are going to be out. It's such a bummer because, like, another uh, for instance was I was out on Bregman way before the cheating scandal because I just didn't like Bregman's uh, fly balls. And uh, you know, weak fly ball tendency, tendency. So I was out already on Bregman. I was out on Altuve, and now more people are out on him for you know the reasons with uh, the cheating. So it's sort of the same way with Otani. Like I was out on Otani already, and now more people are going to be out on him. I originally, back in December, I projected Otani for a hundred innings. I never saw him getting more than 100 innings at all. So now that they're saying he's not coming back to pitch until May, now everyone's going to pre- be projecting him for around the same number of innings. And it's kind of it's kind of going to screw up me because I was already out on him, and now everyone's going to be out on him. But suddenly there might actually be a buying opportunity where there wasn't before. But, you know, everyone – I feel like because – he is, uh, you know, he is the unicorn, and he uh, he hits and pitches so well that there's a lot of people probably still buying him just because he he's a, a hitter. 
uh, now from, um, you know, April through mid-May uh, exclusively. So people could be buying them for that reason, but I'm still, I'm still kind of out on them because even with the hitting, especially, oh, by the way, especially in weekly leagues, because you're going to have so many situations where people are saying, you know, like the Angels are going to say, oh, yeah, he'll pitch on Thursday. So you put him in your uh, weekly league for his good matchup on Thursday, and then there's a rain out or something, and he gets, or, or he just gets bumped for whatever reason. And now you're going to lose out on a week of hitting because he was supposed to pitch, and vice versa. It's just, it's such a recipe for disaster buying Otani in a weekly league. There's another guy like that, James Paxson, who uh, is going to miss a bigger part of the season with the Yankees. Do you think there's a buying opportunity there with him? Maybe he gets 120 innings? Yeah, I mean, right now, I actually, I haven't projected for 115, so very close. I think there's a, you know, I think there's a buying opportunity for anyone if the price is right. Right now, I have packs in around 220 overall on my rankings. I think that's pretty fair. I mean, I probably won't be drafting him. I think, uh, you know, there's always a worry with him that even when he's quote-unquote healthy, you know, within, within the next month or two, he's going to be unhealthy. So, you know, because he never really is able to throw that many innings, I don't know, I'm, I'm probably out on Paxton, too, even at, a, uh, even at a decent discount, like I said, at like 225. All right. We had my friend Steve Carney from WDAE in Tampa on last segment before you were here. And he said when I, we talked about the Emilio Pagan trade, he thinks that Nick Anderson is going to stay right where he is and there's a better chance that Jose Alvarado and Diego Castillo might close games. Alvarado was dealing with some family issues and some injuries last year. How do you think the save situations shake out in Tampa? Well, I think, uh, I, I think your buddy who uh, – uh, you had on earlier might be onto something. Uh, you know the problem with Kevin Cash is he oh, he's always playing matchups and he's he's hard to read for fantasy. You know with uh, platoons and openers and never really naming a closer. So there's yeah there's real concern in Tampa that Nick Anderson won't be the closer. The one good thing that Nick Anderson has going for him is his ratios are going to be so great that he's probably worth owning even if he gets under 20 saves. You know, so if he's striking out guys like he did last year at a 15-plus K per nine, uh, he's worth owning probably in the top 150 overall, even if he only gets 15 saves. Right now, I'm assuming he's going to be a closer, but... Yeah, he's he's definitely there's there's a lot of risk there. There's a good chance Diego Castillo or Alvarado see saves. We're talking to my friend Gray Albright from Razball.com, uh, one of my favorite fantasy baseball sites out there. Gray, when I see uh, Jason Kipnis, the A's have been in touch with them. I always wonder. I have no interest in Jason Kipnis. Why do they? Why do you think that baseball teams like hit the tires on guys who were passe five years ago? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, specifically with uh, the A's, they're always looking for a bargain, I guess, you know. So, I mean, that that would be my guess with them because they really, I mean, I'd love to see, they could use a second baseman, you know, but I would love to see them, you know, play someone like, um, 
Mateo or uh, even Barato. I mean, so there's something's got to something's got to give with their second base situation. So I, I honestly I wouldn't be shocked if Kipnis does end up in Oakland. Because they just need they need they need a placeholder probably until Mateo is a hundred percent ready. Uh, so I don't know. It's t- it's tough. And even Mateo, if he goes to short, then Simeon plays second or something. It's uh, it's a bit of a mess. Their middle infield situation right this second. I, uh, I frankly I think you know Kipnis for Oakland isn't the worst deal in, for real baseball. For fantasy baseball, it's a it's a waste. I mean, there's there's no value in Kipnis. The Lord Todd Zola had mentioned Sheldon Noose as somebody, and you see this guy's numbers in AAA, dude. He might hit three seventeen, uh, twenty seven home runs. Any chance he sticks? Yeah, well, I mean, he was he had twenty seven homers last year in AAA, but he's also he's he's old for the mind. I mean, he's already twenty five. Uh, you know, maybe. There's there's always a chance that a guy just breaks out a little bit later, so possibly. But up until last year, he did nothing in the minors at all. So I'd be I'd be a little bit wary of relying on him for anything other than say a you know 15 team league or deeper uh, as a as a very late round flyer. All right, Gray Albright from Rasball.com. Talk to you uh, actually next week, my friend. Okay. Oh, no. No show Thursday, Friday. I still love you, though, okay? Don't tell anybody. Okay. All right. All right, right. Us. Okay. Talk to you soon. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. That's Gray Albright from Rasball.com. He will be a regular contributor to our show, and we're lucky to have him. All right. Going to take a time out when we come back. Maybe talk a little football. Maybe. We'll have to see. Maybe a little baseball. Maybe a little football. I don't know. Dr. Roto will be back right after this. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. 
You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, I'm back. Seriously, I'm, I'm trying to deal with my, my daughter just texted me two seconds ago. Her teacher, she's got this art thing. It has to be in today. How, can't you give t- kids more notice than that? Yes, give them more notice. How can, yeah. I deal with, how can I deal with this? I'm on a radio show. How can I deal with your life when I'm on a radio show? Hmm. Ridiculousness. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. All right, here we go. I am on the radio. <laughs> can't talk. Deal with Or text, this but apparently now. you can yeah. Or text. Hold on. Or text. Okay. There you go. I think I feel p- people feel closer to me right now. I like to hear this. So let me ask you a question, Sean. Very important question. Yep. I'm ready. Did you pay attention to the XFL? Yes, I did. Well, yeah, I did. You did? Well, I now, had to. Is it because you like it or you. Wh- why For work purposes. To? So like, I, I was. Donna said, I need you to watch XFL? No, I was doing a show for Sports Grid on Saturday, and that was. The, the predominantly we talked XFL. We, we like every. Um, so don't you find like that's a little desperate? Don't you sh- don't you think you should be watch doing uh, baseball prepping for baseball? Well, not well. Well, in game live is the, the premise is to you know follow games that are present. So there's, there's no. Baseball How about there. NBA? It, it does, didn't start NBA? till five o'clock on Saturday. So XFL was at two. So we talked about it. I find I don't think there's enough room in my brain. For the XFL right Why? Now. Do you know what I'm saying? Dude, I gotta fit. I gotta fit baseball in my brain. How am I gonna baseball fit XFL starts in my brain? April. And then if I if I spend all this time on that XFL and it's not even around next year, I just wasted my brain space. Don't look at it like that. Look at it. It is. Like, There's it only so much around. I can fit up there. I enjoy it. I you think, you think it will be around? Seriously, Poop, Ham- Poop Hamilton is a coach. How good is that? <laughs> Do I think it will be around? I can't answer that. I can't. Not after one week. What makes you think it's going to stay around? I think there's room. Have we liked other things in, in the one American? Week too? Wait, there's room in the American sports landscape for a winter slash spring football league. I don't think so. Right, not at so. the level of the NFL, but the, yeah, there's, there's definitely room. There's definitely room. Don't you, which was the league that people watched for like a week and then they stopped watching it? Was that the XFL the first yeah, time? Yeah, the first time. And then the AFFA, whatever it was called, uh, last year at this time. Right, right. But, but, but here's so the deal. What, what makes the you USFL think that this was going to last su- more well, than like two weeks? The USFL was successful when they, when they launched. No, now because they had the USFL big went out and got big guys. Right. They got you know, Herschel Granted. Walker, dude. Donald Trump spent and got big guys. Jim Kelly, Herschel Walker. They spent big money. Granted, but you're looking at it. Arena football was, was popular for a while. You're looking at it like yeah, it's but that, going but, to be the NFL. It's don't look at it like that. Look at it like it's going to be like a a second tier version of football, right? That can 
grab you three or four million viewers each uh, time out. Like that's that's where it's going to fit. So I have so I have to cover it. You're saying for no, the three or four million I, no, I don't viewers, th- I, I have to cover no. it. No, I well, you you cover the NBA. It it outviewed the NBA this past week. College basketball as well. Three of the four that's games. Because that, 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 yeah, but because people, it's, it's a because the novelty. People No, no, I get that. But that's why I'm saying four yeah. weeks into it, how many people are watching it? We'll we'll find out. Cardale Jones can't get a job in the NFL. He's in the XFL, and now he's a good quarterback. Stink is stink. Uh, do you watch the WNBA? Only if it's, you it's chain around. me down to a couch when it's right, on. But it's still around, right? Twenty five years. Somebody's watching it. Yeah, because yeah, because that you, the, the young women out there need role models. I don't think it's for the men who watch WNBA. I think they have a, a male audience, don't you think? I think their young female audience outdrives everything. Do you think that's enough? And I think that's a very important audience. Yeah. No, no, I don't think it's enough to be sustainable. But I think the NBA sustains it. I do think with gambling becoming more and more, uh, I guess, legal in each state, I, I do think that there's room for football, something to gamble on. It helps. That's true. That, no, that's true. People are always looking for something. Did you watch any of the game? Did you find the games to be like? Imagine a good college I, yeah, game in the it's XFL. Not a good What's better? Game. Yeah, it was below that. It was below a good college game, like MAC football. Uh, so Bowling <laughs> Green is playing Kent State. Yeah, exactly. Bowling Green's playing Kent State or XFL. Well, what are you watching? Here's what I like about it. I followed Matt McGloin's career at Penn State. I followed Cardell Jones' okay. career. I followed even even the kid who played uh, at Temple Walker. Followed. I, I know the quarterbacks. I know the running backs. Not every running back, but I know most of the players. That helps. You know, when I'm watching MLS, right, none of them can get a job. When in I'm the watching NFL. And, and MLS is a good comparison. I mean, that's like a third, fourth, fifth tier soccer league, and people watch that. Yeah, but only soccer people watch that, and only certain certain places. Yeah, they keep like expanding. The They're doing something right. There's like 90 franchises. Yeah, but you know what they do right? You know what they do right? They have yeah. very small, small. Uh, Stadiums, right. they don't put them in, you know, MetLife right. Stadium. Well, they can make that adjustment. Years they put years. it in a stadium of twenty thousand people. Right. That that was a, yeah. You're correct about that. They they can make these adjustments. That's smart. Not everything they do is going to be right. You know. I I also like the the idea that it's different from the NFL as far as they're uh, they try out different things. Like, uh, did you see the kickoff? Did, what did you think of that? Where the was kickoff it on the team? Line yeah. No, they they line up at the opposing team's thirty. Right, they're like five yards apart, and they can't move until the returner touches the football. That's interesting. It, no, it is. It is. Interesting. I mean, I also went when the guy was mixing field goals, they were going up and talking, talk to him. Well, I don't like the interviews. Like, and I, that, that to me, I hate. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's too much. But but the, also the they have a running clock, which is kind of cool. Out, outside of like uh, the two minute, maybe two minutes in each half, I think they stop it for for that. But. But they have a running but do you clock. think we need more football? Don't you think we need a? Don't you think the beauty of football is that it's only so many weeks, and that we get some time off, and we we miss it, and then when it comes back, we we salivate for it. Yeah, I I, I think that. Yeah, I do. But do do we and have time off too much football? football? I mean, we keep talking about the NFL draft. I'd rather watch football than talk about the NFL draft for three months, because that's what we Seriously? do. You'd oh, rather watch Cardell Jones throw a football. He's yes. never going to play in the NFL. He stays. You don't know that. Oh, I know that. They said the same thing about Kurt Warner when he was playing in the Arena Football League. And he turned into an MVP in the NFL. And a, and a Hall of Famer. 
Right. All right. So when Cardell Jones turns out to be a Hall of Famer, <laughs> no, you, no, no, you can say someone from this league is going to make an impact in the NFL in the next couple of years. How about that? Nobody will, from this league you, is going to make an impact. I will bet you they may money. make it into the league, Dollars but not going to make an donuts. impact. Dollar, right, forget about money. Dollars to donuts. We'll, uh, we'll bet. Okay. You want to do that? I thought we're betting a, p- a pizza pie. We could do that. Yeah, we could okay. do that. All right. But I want a guy making an impact. Not just, I want a pro so bowler. So what's an impact? Can I get a pro, pro bowler? bowler? Yeah, yeah, pro okay. bowler. I could do that within, One guy within, within the next two bowler. years. Okay, good. Okay, good. Deal. I can't wait for this, this pizza. It's going to be the best pizza I've ever had. It's going to be delicious. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> you're so not winning this bet. There's no way a guy's going to go pro from the XFL tough. to all pro, pro in two no, years. I didn't say, you said Pro Bowl. You didn't say all pro. Oh, Pro Bowl. Well, Pro Bowl, any, any idiot can get I know, Pro Bowl. Right? I know. That's why take, I'm taking like, the bet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? Nobody wants to go. They take like the seventh yeah, running back on, exactly. the, on the Lions. That's why it's great. You know, that guy's all of a sudden Trey Carson's in the Pro Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I meant to say all pro. No. Can I can I redo pro. this bet? No. No pro. Are you kidding me? No. Come on. That, that's a high um, threshold to meet. Yeah, that is a high threshold. All right. Well, we'll, all right. we'll see. Well, just where you, do you think, know, where do have you an think, open mind, will yeah, you? Go ahead. Have an open mind. I do. My, my so mind is open, and I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it <laughs> because I know in another month it's going to disappear, and I just wasted brain power. I got to deal with my daughter texting me while I'm on the radio. Don't be a criminal. How much can I handle? <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm like, seriously, what do you want me to do, girlfriend? What can I help you with? All right. Question for you here. Tom Brady, if you were going to Vegas right now. Yeah. And you had your last $100 bill. Yes. Who was he going to play for? Where would you put your money? Wow, that's a great question. I thought the Tennessee Titans were in the mix, but right? I think that's out. I think they're going to go with Tannehill. If I had to guess, I'd say the New England Patriots. Yep. But do you think he can win with the Patriots? No. That team is not, I don't think he can win anywhere. Not winnable. I think he is finished. You think Tom, Tom Brady's finished? Yeah, I do. Seriously, you think you put Tom Brady on the 49ers and they'd be finished? I think they'd be Super Bowl champions. Oh, that's a great question. Uh, wow. Yeah, but he's not going to the 49ers. Well, you said he's finished. I just said he wasn't. Um, he's he's going to go to these middling teams like Oakland Raiders or the Las Vegas yeah. Raiders. See, that's the thing. He's not going to the Vegas Bucks. Raiders. He's not starting over. Yeah, he's not yeah, going to the yeah, Bucks. Yeah. You know, is he going to go to the Chargers? Why? I don't think What's he's going the, the same position. Yeah, I'm not going to the same division as Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, no, he's not winning there. Um, that's why New England makes the most sense. I don't, I, where's he going to fit? The Titans with Derrick Henry as a running back? That would be a nice fit, actually. That would be a good fit. I think New England gets them closest to, to the playoffs. There. I mean, you only have the Bills, Jets, and Dolphins to beat. Well, I think the Bills are improving, though. They're not a gimme as they oh, have The Bills been. are a good team. Yeah, so is Miami. Well-coached. Yeah, seriously? Well, well-coached, though. They beat, well-coached. Them. they beat them last year. <laughs> they oh, beat that, them last that. that means everything. That means everything. One what? game in week 16. That game they needed. Everything. No, they needed that game. They lost home, co- home field. That's pretty embarrassing. That's pretty Isn't telling, it? don't you think? Yeah, that is telling. That is telling. So yeah. if you can't win that game, how do you think you expect to win? It? Uh, why do you think Brady's going to go back there? Well, you have to think that Brady's going to get worse, not better, next year. Right? He's getting older. You think Drew Brees goes back to the Saints? I do, yeah. Yeah, but Taysom Hill is going to be way more involved in that offense. Uh, he is. I don't, what, what do we think of him? Can he play quarterback? Yes. Because no, he can run. He can play. He yeah. can play. He okay. can play. Be a Lamar Jackson type yeah. of guy. Uh, fair. Type. Fair. Type. That, I didn't that, say Lamar Jackson, but that's fair. He can run. He no, can throw. I, mean, he's, I think he can throw better than Lamar Jackson. I think so. And he's 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 athletic, but in a different way. Right. Like he's right. bigger. I mean, Lamar's and, a supreme athlete. Right. Yeah. 
But he's athletic. But, Hill. Yeah, this guy's got some skills. And in yeah. today's NFL, I think he can handle it. Be interested to see yeah. how it shakes out. All right, so last hundred dollars, you're betting it on the on the Patriots. Um, yes, yes. Okay. How about you? All right, thank you for the delay there. Right, I appreciate thank- that. Okay. How do you guess? All right. Well, right now it's time to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. I want to thank Steve Carney from WGA in Tampa for joining us. Really uh, helped talk a lot about the uh, the Rays and what's going on there. I want to thank my man Gray Albright from Razball.com for joining us. Appreciate him being on. I want to thank my friend Sean in the booth uh, for talking about the XFL and then the easiest bet I'm ever going to win. All right, guys. This is Dr. Roto saying see you tomorrow. Be well. Take care. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team, draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, 
Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.